Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Gunshots, bitch. What's going on, BRB 4701? And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite. For the Too Much Game podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. Late show, my nigga. On a motherfucking Monday night of all nights, my nigga. Nigga got a new fucking work schedule. Shout out to my new work schedule, though, my nigga. I've been at the fucking company I work for for fucking four years, my nigga. Four years and some change. This is my first time actually having a fucking schedule, so shout out to that. You know, hopefully sometime soon I'll have a regular recording schedule for this motherfucking show, but for the time being, I get to this motherfucker when I get to this motherfucking nigga, just know. I might not always be there when you call, but I'm always on time, my nigga, so it is what the fuck it is, my nigga. I get to it when I get to it, my nigga. Sometimes it's a late show, but it's always going to be a great show. You know, um, start out with a motherfucking rest in peace to the legendary Sidney Poitier. You know, um, a lot of motherfuckers been saying, you know, rest in peace to Betty White and um, Bob Saget and, you know, all them other motherfucking celebrities that passed away. And you know, it is what it is, my nigga. I'm not going to shit on nobody for who they say rest in peace to. You mourn who you mourn. But y'all niggas know, dog. I, I mourn ours. You know, like, I, I I have the utmost respect for ours. You know, like, um, you know, Mrs. Avon and, and people like that. Like, you know, certain celebrities condolences to them and they family and all that good old shit but nigga i always put ours first my nigga um you know the dude from the legendary group in Mtume, you know rest in peace to him he re- he recently passed away um so you know shout out to them you know my deepest condolences and sympathies to them and their family you know i'm sending positive influ- uh positive vibes you know they fucking way hopefully they get through it you know be strong. Shit gonna work out. But yeah, nigga, you know, today's episode, um, I'm talking about certain shit just don't fit with other shit. You know, no matter how good some shit look on paper, everything that look good ain't meant for you, my nigga. Like certain shit, you know, it might seem like that's the, the right thing for you. You know, certain situations, my nigga, certain bitches you fuck with, certain niggas you get with, you know, like a lot of motherfuckers look good on paper, but that ain't always the fucking case. You know, like certain motherfuckers, you know, like dudes that a woman to fuck with, he got a good job, he tall, he handsome, he say the right shit, and it look like it'll work, 
But it ain't always a good fucking fit, my nigga. You know, like men, a lot of times we fall for that shit a lot. You know, we fall for the the female who looks real good to us. You know, the woman who we like, damn, nigga, she she look good in the motherfucker. That shit ain't always the case, my nigga. You know, sometimes the, the woman who look good ain't always a good look. Everything ain't meant to fit, my nigga. Like, the thing that, that got me on this motherfucking subject, honestly, like, uh, the title for the show so far, y'all niggas know, like, sometimes I name the show before I do the show. Other times I name the show after I do the show, depending on shit that I've said. Um, today's episode, I, I wrote the title before I did the show. And why this nigga here, my nigga? You know, shout out my nigga BRB4701 and shit, my nigga. Uh, One Hope Wines. Y'all niggas look that shit up, my nigga. What's that? OneHopeWines.com uh, for the wine that a nigga been sipping on. This motherfucking Moscato. That One Hope got, nigga, One Hope, nigga, black on, my nigga. Y'all niggas go support One Hope Wines, my nigga. That shit A1. That motherfucking Moscato, that shit flight, flight. Like, that's that's going to be the Moscato that I'm going to be sipping from now on, like, on some real shit. That One Hope Moscato, that's him right there, my nigga. So I'm going to be drinking that shit. So shout out to them. Uh, What's they, they other page that they got, my nigga? You know, because, of course, it's, it's One Hope Wine. What's that? OneHopeWine.com slash shop, my nigga. Let me get that shit right. And go follow all underscore angles underscore 214-951. But like I said, my nigga, OneHopeWine.com slash shop. That motherfucking Moscato, nigga, that's the one. I fuck with that shit tough. But anyway, nigga, I wrote this motherfucking show because a nigga been watching these motherfucking Lakers looking horrible, my nigga. It's like... Uh, everybody who know if y'all niggas watch this motherfucker, if y'all niggas listen to this motherfucker, y'all niggas know I'm a big LeBron James fan, my nigga. I'm not no Laker fan. I've been a Laker hater forever, my nigga. But being that LeBron is a Laker, I'm a honorary fucking Laker fan until that nigga leave. That shit hurt watching the Lakers getting their ass whooped by teams that th- that shouldn't even be on the same court with these niggas, my nigga. And this one glaring fucking thing, my nigga. This nigga fucking Russell Westbrook, dog. That nigga Russell Westbrook is fucking ruining the Lakers, dog. You hate to fucking see shit like that, my nigga, because like I said, nigga, the the gist of this show is everything that look like a good fit ain't always a good fit. You know, everything that look good on paper ain't always good, my nigga. You know, like a lot of motherfuckers make it seem like you know, oh, nigga, all I need is a dime piece. No, nigga, all all pretty bitches ain't a good bitch for you, my nigga. Women, all niggas with good money ain't a good nigga for you. Like, just because they got good shit on paper don't mean they good for you, my nigga. Just like with fucking Russell Westbrook, my nigga. Like, he seemed like he would have been a great fit for the Lakers. And I'm not going to say a great fit because I've come on this motherfucking show. I've, I've done a bunch of episodes. About relationships You know I did the um, The strategic alliance episode I did the relationships episode And countless others My nigga where I, I always break down The fact that a great team Is not always A collection of the best players But the players with the best Fucking chemistry You 
you know, like the thing is, my nigga, just because you're a great player and I'm a great player and he's a great player, that don't mean we're going to make a great team, my nigga. Like, that's like putting fucking Shaq, Dikembe Mutombo, Hakeem Olajuwon, and Alonzo Mourning on the same team. All five players are great, but they won't be great together, my nigga. You know, that's like having a fucking football team with Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and um, fucking, I don't know, my nigga, whoever the third best fucking quarterback in the league is, my nigga. Like, just because you got five great quarterbacks on the same team don't make it a greater team, nigga. It's all about how the fucking team mixes and matches together, my nigga. Just like with fucking relationships, my nigga. And like I always say, it's not always relationships, meaning romantic relationships. A lot of times when I talk about relationships, nigga, I'm talking about family relationships. I'm talking about business relationships. I'm talking about relationships in the motherfucking street, friendships, family members, and all that shit, my nigga. Some motherfuckers just ain't meant to mix together. Some motherfuckers just ain't meant to be together, my nigga. You know, like I, I talk about, you know, relationships in my personal life, like my family members, you know, motherfuckers in my family who I just don't fuck with like that. Like there are certain motherfuckers who as much as you might love a person, as much as it seems like you and this person should have a close bond in a relationship, some motherfuckers just ain't meant to be in your life, dog. Like um, shout out to a a, a, a supporter. Of this motherfucking show Somebody who Who supports this motherfucker a lot Somebody who listens Somebody who reaches out And all that shit This dude uh, At Ty Naps uh, Ty Ty's peanut butter He got He got like a peanut butter He he got like Tealy's peanut butter My bad for fucking the name up But um, He hit me up one time You know And he was like Yeah you know You should do a show about You know like relationships With family members You know like your father Or some shit like that You know And I kind of like not brushed them off, but I kept it real brief. Like, it was like, I don't feel like I should do a whole episode about that shit. But like I was telling them, niggas, some relationships, my nigga, like, if you got to force it too much, it probably ain't worth it, my nigga. You know, like, certain, like relationships with other human beings should be natural, no matter what it is. Nigga, you shouldn't have to force yourself to love your wife. You shouldn't have to force yourself to love your brother. You shouldn't have to force yourself to kick it with your homies. Like once you get to the point where you the only motherfucker reaching out or you letting a bunch of bullshit slide or you skipping around red flags to fuck with a motherfucker. Um, you know, it's like a fucking meme that they got, my nigga. Like relationships are like a fart. If you got to force it, it's probably shit. Like you should never have to fucking um, exert too much energy to put yourself into another motherfucker life. You know, like I was having a conversation, uh, you know, with somebody about that shit. Like if I got to always reach out, if I always got to text a woman, if I'm always the one hitting her up, I'm always the one dialing out to call her. She don't like me, dog. And I'm cool with that. Like, you know, like I told y'all, my nigga, the, the ring is gone. I'm single now. Like, nigga, in my dating life, you know, now that I'm like a new dater, my nigga, I'm not out here chasing no bitches around. Like, if if a female want to fuck with me, it's just going to happen. You know, 
I'm going to hit her up. She going to hit me up. Nigga, the energy is going to be matched, my nigga. You know, like I always say, nigga, I don't know if I said it on too much game, but I said that shit on fucking um, the Cat versus Dog podcast, my nigga. Like, I'm never putting myself in no motherfucking situation where I'm treating the woman like she is the main attraction and I'm a fucking um, a supporting character and shit. Like, I'm not treating no female like she's God's gift to earth and I'm just here to, you know, fucking throw flowers at her motherfucking feet, my nigga. You know, like, something that I seen, like, I think Freddie Gibbs said that shit, my nigga. Treat a bitch like a celebrity and she gonna treat you like a fan. I don't do that shit, my nigga. You know, and that's the thing when it comes to relationships. Like, you should never put yourself in a situation with a person just because, say, the man has money. Just because the woman is fine. Or just because the woman has a fat ass. Or just because the woman is pretty. Or she got a good job. Because, you know, now in 2022, you know, like, the last five or ten years, niggas been gold digging too. Niggas been chasing bitches because the bitch got a bag too. Like, you know, it's kind of a... Like a newer phenomenon But like nowadays A lot of you niggas be asking bitches What they bring to the table And it's become financial And that's something that personally I don't like that shit dog Like I don't like The fact that niggas Is chasing women because of they bag To me that's weak as fuck Like that's That's feminine energy right there My nigga Ain't no nigga supposed to be chasing behind no woman Because of how much motherfucking money she got dog Like as a man, like, you should just feel like the fucking provider, my nigga. Especially, like, not even a, a, a case of because you can. Because, you know, nowadays women is making a lot more money, my nigga. You know, some of these females, is they getting to it. So some of these women is making more money than a lot of men are. But at the same time, like, nigga, as a man, you should just have the pride that says, nigga, I don't need this woman's money. Like, I shouldn't have to base who I fuck with on how much fucking money she bring in because I got my own, my nigga. Like, as a man, if you ain't got the money to fucking sustain yourself, nigga, you don't need to be chasing no pussy at all. You need to be chasing money. Broke motherfuckers don't need to be fucking. Nigga, me personally, nigga, when I'm broke, my dick don't even get hard. Nigga, when my money ain't right, nigga, I, don't, I ain't even horny. Bitches ain't even sexy to me when my money ain't right. Like, and it ain't even on no trick shit, because I'm not saying no shit like, yeah, nigga, I got to be able to buy a bitch a bag or some shoes. And it ain't even about that shit, my nigga. But if, if I can't sustain myself, if I can't pay my own rent and bills, and I ain't got enough money to be able to take a woman on a nice date or go somewhere nice, even if a nigga was only going to pay for myself, Nigga, at the least, I got to have enough money to do that shit. If I can't do that shit, my nigga, I don't want no pussy. I don't want to be around no bitches. Nigga, I need to be around some motherfuckers that's going to help me get some more money in my motherfucking pocket. So when I ask a woman what the fuck she bringing to the table, it ain't got shit to do with finances. You know, it would be nice. Don't get me wrong. Like, I don't want a broke bitch. You know, I don't want a bitch that's on her ass because at the end of the day, I don't want a bitch that's a bill. But I do want a female that could sustain her motherfucking self. Like, nigga, don't come fucking with me feeling like you fucking with me because I'm a come up. 
it ain't even about that Cause like I said It ain't about me fucking with a female Cause I think like oh yeah Nigga now she gonna be able to help me with the rent She gonna be able to help me with the bill Like no my nigga we might live in separate situations So at the least She ain't asking me for mine I ain't asking her for hers Now if we wanna do something for each other And meet in the middle then that's cool Like if she like hey nigga you know I bought you something for your birthday Bitch I bought you something for your birthday too I got you something for fucking Valentine's Day. I got you something for Valentine's Day too. That's cool. But nigga, ain't no way in hell I'm looking for a bitch I could borrow money from. Like, nigga, I've been seeing that shit a lot on Twitter. Like, they got, like, the threads of women posting niggas who asking the women for money. Like, what the fuck is you niggas on, my nigga? You know, because, like, I had to explain that shit to one of my little partners because the nigga tried to make it seem like he was on some pimp shit. Nigga, ain't no begging a woman for money ain't pimping, my nigga. Like, y'all niggas got the definition of pimping fucked up, my nigga. Like, living off a bitch ain't pimping. You know, pimping is a motherfucking agreement between a man and a female, my nigga. Like, that shit you doing, you a fucking leech, my nigga. And what's going on in the street joint, my nigga? The homie. But, uh, but yeah, nigga, like, a lot of the shit that motherfuckers is doing in the game, like, as far as relationships and shit, niggas got the game fucked up. And I've been saying that shit, like, the last few episodes, my nigga, like, since I've been on this shit, like, I'm not doing cat versus dog so a nigga could speak more about relationships and things of that nature. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. A giant eagle switch to MyPerks and get lower prices on hundreds of items. Look for blue MyPerks price tags across the store. Switch today online, in our app, or at checkout to unlock lower everyday prices with MyPerks. Like, nigga, it just sucks to see niggas moving like bitches. You know, like a lot of that, that fucking uh, asking women what the fuck they got in their pocket shit. My nigga, you're, you're not on no pimp shit. My nigga, you on some weak shit. Like, I hate to see niggas asking women how much motherfucking money they got. Like, why do you care, my nigga? Like, if you ain't got enough money to sustain your own shit, if you ain't got enough money to pay for your own meals and your own shit, nigga, you don't need to be chasing no bitches, dog. Like, that shit is weak as fuck. Handle your own shit and fuck with a female who can handle her own shit. And that's the fuck it, my nigga. Like, it it, it shouldn't be no more complicated than that. Like, it weirds me out when niggas be like, man... These women be broke. Oh, man, I can't fuck. I, I need a woman who can help go 50-50. Like, 50-50? You know, and, like, this this goes to the pimp game. You know, I heard a pimp say that shit in the movie American Pimp. Like, bitch, if you don't give me 100% of the money, I can't give you 100% of my pimping. You know, if you only want to give me half, then I'm only going to give you half my pimping. So when you want to give me half the money, cool. I'm going to give you half on that bail money. You know, when, when you want to give me half on it, bitch, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come with half of this pimping. So if you need to be protected, I'm going to halfway protect you. I'm going to halfway look out for you. I'm going to halfway buy your shit. No, motherfucker, you got to give 100% of that shit. You know, so when it comes to a relationship as a motherfucking man, 
if you want to be a provider, nigga, what the fuck is 50 50, my nigga? Like, at the least, you got to at least put 100% of the effort that you got financially, my nigga. You know, because like I said, if she just making way more money than you, then it is what it is, my nigga. But the least you can do is put forth the maximum effort in the relationship as far as the provision. You know, like if 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 she paying the motherfucking rent, nigga, you need to be paying as many bills as possible. Whenever y'all go on dates, you need to pay for the dates, my nigga. But like you can't be in no fucking situation where the woman is carrying the fucking financial burden. That's some weak shit, my nigga, because like it's like this, dog. You don't never want to have yourself in a position where a woman can hang some dollar bills over your head. That's some weak. That shit is the weakest of the weakest, my nigga. Like I was telling a homie one day, like we was talking about like dating Oprah, you know, or like dating a woman that got a fat ass bag. And it's like, my nigga, I could never see myself honestly taking serious a situation with a woman where I feel like I'm with her because she's carrying me financially, my nigga. You know, because something that I was taught as a young ass nigga, like I probably was like 11 or 12 when my stepdad told me this shit. Nigga, you never put yourself in a, a position that a bitch could kick you out of. Like, nigga, you don't never put yourself in a position where a female is like, nigga, take off them shoes I bought you. Take off that shirt I bought you. Oh, nigga, you ain't leaving in that car I bought you. Get the fuck out my house. Like, bitch, please. Ain't no motherfucking way. So, like I said, my nigga, as men, like, nigga, how far into the shit are you niggas looking for when you niggas is asking for women that make a certain amount of money, my nigga? Because when it comes time for shit to go foul, what position are you really going to be in when shit get fucked up, my nigga? You know, because, like, with me, you know, just on some personal shit. Like, when my shit went fucked up, nigga, like y'all niggas see, I ain't in the fucking boom boom room no more, my nigga. But I can't imagine if I was in a situation where she was paying for everything, my nigga, I might be trying to do this motherfucker from my car. Like, I might be doing this motherfucker from, like, my mama house or some shit. Like, I could never put myself in a situation where when me and a woman go south, I go all the way south. I fall all the way off. Like, nigga, we broke up. She kicked me out the shit. And now I got to I gotta go stay at my mom crib. I got to go stay at my, my cousin house or my best friend house. Some of you niggas is literally doing that shit. Like, some of you niggas is moving in with the bitch. Like, what the fuck is, is, is the problem nowadays in, in, in 2022, my nigga? Like, I was just talking to a female that was telling me that shit. Like, yeah, you know, we real cool and we get along. He a real nice dude. So he moved in with me. And I'm like, he moved in with you. Word. So if y'all break up, that nigga got to figure it out. That's fucking deep, my nigga. Like, I can't see myself doing that shit, my nigga. You know, because like with me, it ain't like I kicked her out the shit. No, nigga, it, it wasn't that at all. I, I got out on my own, too, my nigga. You know, but my thing is, like I always tell motherfuckers, nigga, I land on my feet. I don't land on my ass. Nigga, I always fall forward. 
you know, a nigga fall, but I fall forward, dog. You know, and that's the fucking thing, my nigga. You don't never want to put yourself in a fucking position where a person could knock you all the way off your shit. You know, and that's kind of a tangent, nigga. That's that's me digressing from the point. It's somewhat to the point, but it's a little off topic. But the thing is, when it comes to the relationships that you put yourself in with the people that look good, that is something that could present itself when you're dealing with the wrong person that looks right. As a woman, you putting yourself in a position with a man that's a great provider. He got you up here in this situation. That nigga done bought you a crib and y'all niggas is living on the highest of the high and you done quit your job and you done... You know, you done gave it all up. Now you and this nigga go split. And now you all fucked up. You fucked up. You chose the wrong one, my nigga. Like, you you jumped out the motherfucking window and you ain't have a parachute. You know, like, my thing is always have a fucking backup plan. You know, always protect yourself when you going into these relationships with people. You know, don't always jump all the way out the window because a motherfucker looks good on paper. Oh, girl, I done got me a doctor. Oh, I done got me a basketball player. Oh, I done got me a nigga making, you know, a quarter million a year, half a million. This nigga making all this money, girl. I'm finna quit my job and be a kept woman. You find out this nigga cheating on you. Now what? You know, because a lot of times there are situations where a nigga is taking care of a woman to such a degree that he's blatantly disrespectful and she can't do shit but deal with the shit because she's stuck. And this is vice versa. I know a lot of niggas dealing with a woman getting thoroughly disrespected and them motherfuckers is sticking around because she cute, because she got good pussy, because she got a fat ass. Or like I said, these new 2022 niggas on the weak shit because the bitch got a good job. She taking care of the bills. Oh, man. I need her half of the rent. Nigga, she get up out of here. Nigga, I don't know how I'm going to finish paying this rent. Nigga, you shouldn't be putting yourself in a motherfucking position where you got to be 50-50 with a motherfucking woman because I don't believe in that 50-50 shit. That shit just not cute to me, my nigga. You know, like I get as far as, um, you know, if you need to do this shit, like if, if you young, because like this is the thing. You know, and like this is something that like I try to explain to my younger partners as far as like life in general. My nigga, like don't try to take 35 year old advice as a 20 year old. Don't take 35 year old judgment as a 20 year old. Like when you 19 and 20 and 21 in your early 20s, live your early 20s life. My nigga, don't try to live a 35 and 40 year old life. Like a lot of niggas be younger and they be trying to keep up with older niggas. Like I hear niggas 22, 23, like, man, I need to be looking to buy me a house, dog. Like I'm, I'm trying to get me some property. I'm trying to do It's Like if you trying to get a house as an income property, that's cool. If you trying to Airbnb it out, that's cool. But nigga, don't try to be on the same shit that a nigga my age is on. Cause I'm 39. I already got my kids. I already been married. Like I done already did all my grown up shit. So me buying a house. I know what life looks like for me for the next 10 years. Like I have two children. I plan on only having two children. So if I give me a three bedroom house, that's a good fucking investment. Cause I got a room for me and whoever I'm putting my dick in. And I got 
a room for each of my fucking kids, and that's cool. Like, nigga, when you 22 and 23, my nigga, you don't know what the fuck you're going to be doing the next 10 years. Nigga, you don't know if you're going to be dealing with a woman. You don't know if you're going to be dealing with two women because it's 2022. Motherfuckers is on some polygamy shit. Anything could happen. Nigga, you don't know if you're going to be dealing with a woman that got three kids. You don't know how many kids you going to plan on having. So you don't need, even need to be thinking about buying a house, nigga. If you want to think about something to invest in, invest in stocks. Or if you're going to invest in property, invest in an income property. Nigga, get you a little duplex. Rent that bitch out. You know, like if you're going to do some shit like that, like rent you a duplex, live in one unit, rent the other unit out. And then when you decide to like live your grown man life, then go and get your house and keep that duplex as an income property. My nigga, like that's some grown man game for you young niggas. Like shit like that is like some shit that I wish I'd have heard when I was like in my early 20s and having more money than I knew what to do with. You know, like. It's a lot of shit that when you like in your 20s and early 20s and shit that you be wanting to do because you see what niggas older than you was doing and you be trying to keep up with the older niggas and y'all niggas is in two different spaces in life, dog. You know, like I said, as far as bringing it back to the point of dealing with people that look good on paper, you know, like a lot of times like younger women to deal with older men. Because they feel like an older man is more mature, older man is more secure, older man has had more experiences. A younger man is, I mean, an older man, you know, has already gone through his whole phase. An older man has done this and he's done that. I feel like I need an older man. I'm only 22, but I want to get a nigga that's 43 and above. That sounds good. You know, like I said, nigga, you you going for the shit that look good on paper. But what about when you at 22 want to have a child and him at 43 is like, bitch, I already got my kids. I don't want no motherfucking kids. You know, what about you at 22 when your sex drive start going up and his testosterone start going down? Now you want to fuck three times a day and that nigga don't want no pussy but once a week. Now what? You know, like, these are real things, my nigga. Like, it ain't always about what the shit look like on paper. You know, a lot of times when you a younger person, and this ain't me picking on young people, nigga. This is just me, you know, speaking from experience. This is just me speaking from a 39-year-old nigga to shit that I wish I heard as a 20-something-year-old. You know, like, when you younger... You look at a lot of shit that look real good on paper and you start going after the shit that look good on paper. Like, this is what the fucking Lakers did when they went after fucking Russell Westbrook. They went off after what looked good on paper. They looked after what was bright and shiny. And now them niggas is going through the blowback from dealing with something that looked good on paper. You know, when you're looking for a, a mate, Men, we be looking for beauty. You know, we be looking for a lot of superficial shit. You know, and I've said this a lot on Cat vs. Dog, but not really as much as I should on here, which I will start going, you know, moving forward. I'm going to start doing more relationship topics and shit. But, like, you should never base um, your relationships on superficial shit. Money is superficial. Looks are superficial. 
you know, like a lot of times a person's position in life is superficial. You know, like nowadays we in the clout era, you know, motherfuckers is looking at clout like it's a currency, like how many followers you got on social media, you know, how, how many people know you in your town, what your position is at your job or, you know, as far as like in the street, you know, how much credit you got in the street and shit like that. Like, all oh, that shit is superficial, my nigga. You know, like one day is here, one day it's gone, my nigga. Like all it takes is a, a bad car accident and she ain't a dying piece no more. You know, all it takes is for her to have a baby. She don't weigh 125 no more, nigga. Now she weigh 215. You know, now she up to 180. You know, like, nigga, a, a child will change a woman's body a lot. You know, life experiences a change a person looks a lot. You know, like, you know, um, fortunately, I feel like me, as I age, I look better than I looked in my 20s, dog. So, you know, shout out to water, vitamins, and not letting bitches stress me the fuck out. But a lot of motherfuckers, you know, nigga, after 10 or 20 years, my nigga, like, they... They start to deteriorate. So you basing how you love a woman on how she look, that ain't the fucking move, my nigga. You know, you basing the relationship that you got with a motherfucker off of who they are in the street or who they are at their job. You know, because a lot of people internally, you feel like because you the supervisor at your job, you the man. You know, you feel like because you making good money, you the fucking man. But what if the... The career that you into goes away because that's a real fucking possibility, my nigga. You know, all it takes is for your company to sell to a bigger entity and them niggas are fire the whole workforce. So you've been at your job 16 years, nigga. You at the top of the top, nigga. You running the whole building. And then all of a sudden these niggas get bought out by Microsoft or Xerox or, you know, some other big ass company. And now them niggas decide to get rid of your whole wing of the company and bring in a whole new staff. Now your ass is unemployed. Now you ain't the man no more. You know, and this shit happens. You know, this shit happens in relationships. A a woman is dealing with a man who was the man at his job and he had all that shit. Now he lose it all. You know, and a lot of times that shit will change more than the financial part of y'all dynamic. You know, because this has happened to me, dog. Like, nigga, when your money get fucked up, nigga, that shit affects you mentally, my nigga. That shit affect how you treat other people. That shit affect how you view other people. That shit show you a lot, teach you a lot, and it change you a lot. You know, so like as far as like the woman dealing with the man, you know, like that nigga sense of humor ain't what it used to be now that he broke. That nigga sex drive ain't what it used to be now that he broke. Like, can you still deal with this nigga now that his money ain't what it was? Now that he can't take you on all the fly trips he used to take you on. Now he can't take you on all the sexy dates he used to take you on or do any of the romantic shit that he used to do for you. You know, because like the thing is, and I see that shit a lot on like social media, like women basing how much a nigga love him off what the nigga's willing to do for them financially. And that shit ain't shit. You oh, get you a nigga that'll take you to Tulum on the weekend. Oh, get you a nigga that'll take you on a fucking date to this country. Oh, my nigga done, you know, he done went and got me a fancy room at the hottest hotel in the in the, in the in the city. And, you know, he got rose petals on the bed and he got me the best champagne. And this nigga had Casey and JoJo singing to me on my birthday. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What if he can't do that shit no more financially? Like, what is y'all love now? What is your love without the money? You know, like I tell motherfuckers all the time, like my nigga, you know, like jack off and see how much you still like that bitch. You know, like that's like always my thing when it comes to niggas. Like, nigga, think about how your conversation go with her after sex is off the table. Women. Take away the money that this nigga brings to the table. Do you really like this nigga? Like, fuck them dates. Fuck going to um, Fleming Steakhouse and Morton's and, you know, Ocean Prime and all of these, you know, Roof Chris and things of that nature. Like, can y'all niggas just chill and watch Netflix one night? Matter of fact, fuck that. Can y'all just chill on the couch with nothing on? Put your fucking phone in the bedroom and chill on the couch and just have a fucking conversation. Can y'all do that? You know, like, is your relationship really real or is it based on bullshit? A lot of motherfuckers' relationship is based on some bullshit. You know, and that's what this shit is about, my nigga, because you looking at a lot of shit that don't amount to a motherfucking thing at the end of the day. You know, like I, 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 I'm, I'm dealing with, with with females right now, and like that's always my thing. Like, can we have a conversation for an hour or two, and it don't go to sex, or where we gonna go, or what we gonna do, or anything financial? Like, nigga, can can we have a conversation that ain't got nothing to do with sex or money? Because once it start getting into shit like that, like nigga, that's an automatic disqualifier for me. Like, nigga, we shouldn't be talking about fucking the whole time we on the phone. Like, we should be able to talk about philosophy. Nigga, we should be able to talk about hypothetical situations. Nigga, we should be able to talk about, you know, what we went through in our childhood and, and you know, plans for the future. And like I said, nigga, plans for the future ain't always got to be no financial shit. Like, nigga, where do you see yourself? Do you see yourself working for yourself? Do you see yourself working at your company? Do you see yourself opening or uh, uh, owning a home? Do you see yourself having more kids? Shit like that, like, nigga, it shouldn't always go to my dick in your mouth or no shit like that. Like, nigga, if, if that's the case, then it's a flip. If that's the case, then it's superficial. You know, like, that's my thing with relationships, my nigga. Like, you know, what is it based on? Like, what are we honestly doing here, nigga? What are our conversations about? What are we talking about? What are we fucking actually planning to do outside of some bullshit? Outside of fucking all the time? Because I could fuck anybody. you pussy from anywhere. I tell women that shit with niggas, man, you can get money from anywhere. You shouldn't be letting no nigga be disrespectful to you because he got money or because he dicking you down. 
Because you can get that shit anywhere, my nigga. You know, like something that I heard some years ago, and I I forgot who said it. I wish I could remember who said it. But like they was talking about um like humans and their sense of love and like how we'll be so attached to a person because we feel like we can only get that love from that one person. And that's not fucking true. It's like you think about your first love like in high school or your early 20s. Like you thought that that was the deepest, strongest love that could ever fucking exist. Like, nigga, you thought that that motherfucking love, like, nigga, you felt like you was going to die after y'all broke up. And look at your ass at 27, living like a motherfucker. You know, like, that's the fucking thing. Like, you feel like as a young motherfucker, that first love is the love of all loves. Then after college, you met another motherfucker. Y'all had a four-year relationship, and that one felt like the love that could never be topped, and this is the one. And, like, some motherfuckers, like, nigga, I know niggas who who on their third or fourth marriage, my nigga. I'm sure every one of those marriages felt better than the last one. So it's like, nigga, just because you love this one person don't mean you can't love again, my nigga. You know, so you can't be attached to a motherfucker while they are being toxic to you, my nigga. Like, you can't be attached to a motherfucker while they fucking you over, my nigga. You know, because like I said, like, this whole analogy stemmed from me watching... The situation with fucking Russell Westbrook and the fucking Lakers, my nigga. Like, they got to get rid of that nigga. Like, at the end of the day, Westbrook ass got to go, nigga. They got to trade that nigga, cut that nigga, buy him out. I don't give a fuck, nigga. They got to get rid of that nigga. You know, because like I said, you know, the whole gist of this show is everything that look good on paper ain't always good, dog. You know, like, Westbrook is a motherfucking superstar. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, some of these bitches that a nigga got to cut off, bad than a motherfucker. Head good, pussy good, ass fat, cool as a motherfucker. But nigga, once the bitch get on some bullshit, the bitch got to go. You know, the nigga could be cool, nice, great father and all that shit. But my nigga, once that nigga start crossing your boundaries, that nigga got to motherfucking go, dog. As much as you hate to see a motherfucker go, nigga, some people got to fucking go. And it just is what the fuck it is. Like, nigga, watching Westbrook fuck this Laker team up, it's like you don't want to get rid of the nigga because he a fucking superstar. You know, this nigga averaging a goddamn triple-double. You know, and this goes to these superficial things that we are holding on to in a lot of these motherfucking relationships, my nigga. It's like, yeah, but he's such a, a good provider. or Yeah, but he's such a nice guy. And it's like, yeah, but the nigga keep crossing your boundaries, my nigga. You know, like I done, I done did episodes about naming your fucking price, my nigga. It's just some shit that you just can't fucking accept, my nigga. Like once they done crossed them boundaries, you got to let they ass go, nigga, no matter what the fuck they doing good. Nigga, that shit can't offset what the fuck they do bad. You know, and like I said, this is more than romantic relationships, nigga. This is friendships. This is family members. This is every motherfucking body, my nigga. Coworkers, jobs. Business associates and all that shit Like nigga It could be your fucking mama You know nigga Your, your mama don't like your, your your wife You know Hypothetically Your mama don't like your wife Nigga you know Your wife is the best woman You'd have never came across Nigga she cook 
clean, suck dick, got a good job, great mother, great every motherfucking thing, but your mama don't like her because she miss your ex-girl. My nigga, you gonna have to, I'm not gonna say cut your mama off, but at the same time, my nigga, like the Bible say, nigga, a man leaves his mother and father to be with his wife, my nigga. Like, nigga, if, if she can't respect your motherfucking line, she gotta go. Nigga, you gonna have to stop fucking with your mom the way you fucking with your mom if it's fucking up your relationship with your wife, my nigga. You know, and this goes for all types of shit, my nigga. If your homie is fucking up the relationship you got in your fucking household, nigga, that shit gotta go, my nigga. You know, if 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 your job is fucking up some shit you got, that shit gotta go. And I'm not saying, like, as far as your wife, but my nigga, some niggas' jobs is fucking their mental health up. Nigga, some niggas is, is literally driving they self crazy behind their job. Nigga, some niggas' job is, is fucking up their relationship with their wife, their kids, their friendships, everything, my nigga. Like, you working so many hours, like, it's niggas that wife done left them because the job they got. That shit fucking crazy to me, my nigga. You know, and vice versa. You know, because, like, it's a lot of entertainers and celebrities and athletes and and successful people in general, people who are very successful in business because they left their spouse. Men and women. It's niggas that left their wife and started a multi-million dollar business because sometimes the motherfucking your household is the biggest hindrance to your motherfucking success. You know, like, there's motherfuckers, like I tell niggas, niggas, like, as far as, like, when you on a goal or when you on a mission to accomplish a goal, my nigga, like, anybody that stops you from accomplishing that goal got to go, my nigga. Especially depending on how important that goal is to you, my nigga. Like, it's be a millionaire or fuck with this bitch. It's be a millionaire or have a relationship with my mom. Because, like I said, as far as parents, my nigga, of course you love your parents. You know, like, this was the advice that I was giving the homie, uh, Ty Naps, my nigga. Like, of course you love your parents. Of course you supposed to have a good relationship with your parents. Like, that's what you think. That's how, in a perfect world, life goes. But that's not always the case in practicality, my nigga. Sometimes a lot of the reason a lot of niggas' life is fucked up is because of fucked up advice that their parents gave them. Nigga, some of the most toxic shit a lot of us have ever heard came from our parents. A lot of the reason a lot of us are insecure in a lot of ways is because of shit that our parents said. A lot of the reasons we don't think we can do certain shit is because of what our parents told us. You know, our parents have told us, music, you want to do music? Why you want to do music? You need to focus on school. You need to focus on them books. Basketball, you need to be dribbling them motherfucking pages on them books. Like, nigga, it's a lot of motherfuckers that will be very successful without shit that they parents done told them. And like I said, nigga, this ain't anti-parents. I'm a parent my motherfucking self, my nigga. You know, like, it's certain shit. I got I got to catch myself sometimes when my kids tell me certain shit. And I got to remind myself to never shit on no dream that my kids got, my nigga. I don't give a fuck what it is, nigga. My, my fucking son could say, nigga, I want to be a Tyrannosaurus Rex when I grow up. Like, nigga, we going to have to figure out how to turn your ass into a dinosaur then, nigga. Like, nigga, like, you, you can't shit on your kids' dreams, my nigga. You know, like, you can't be no dream killer to a lot of motherfuckers. You know, and, like, that's a fine line. 
Because you know like You don't want your, your homie to be 47 Talking about he gonna quit his job And be a rapper Or some weird ass shit like that You know but at the same time Like you don't wanna be the reason That a motherfucker Don't accomplish something That they really feel passionate About accomplishing my nigga You know because you should never feel like The motherfucker that's supposed to be Your biggest cheerleader Is your biggest hater Or a motherfucker who's supposed to be on your team Is a double agent working for the ops You know And if that be the case nigga Then be the motherfuckers you gotta let go my nigga As much as you don't want to Sometimes you gotta let they ass get the fuck out your way my nigga You know like friends do the same shit Some of you niggas got a homie that every time you tell they ass about a business idea They be like oh here this nigga go again with these dreams Oh here this nigga go again This nigga got another scheme Oh here this nigga go again Get the fuck away from niggas like that dog You don't need niggas like that around you my nigga I don't give a fuck how many of your businesses done failed and flopped and, and went under my nigga Don't fuck with nobody that's gonna shit on your shit my nigga you know, a lot of uh, multi-billionaires done fail that business multiple fucking times, my nigga. Like, they never show you the failures, my nigga. They'll never tell you about the times that they business went belly up. They only gonna tell you about Microsoft. They only gonna tell you about Amazon. They only gonna tell you about Tesla. They not gonna tell you about the 20 or 30 other little things that motherfuckers tried. The inventions that they, they tried to come out with that flopped. That didn't do shit That was some bullshit They never tell you about that shit My nigga They only tell you about the successes You know So like when you're on your way to To success There's gonna be a lot of failures And the one thing your ass don't need Is the motherfucker That's gonna make you feel insecure About those failures dog And like I said I don't give a fuck who it is Family Friends Cousins Brothers your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, your wife, nigga, you don't need to be around nobody that's shitting on your motherfucking progress, my nigga, no matter how much you think you should be in a fucking relationship with them motherfuckers, dog, because that shit'll fuck you up, my nigga, like I said, nigga, there's motherfuckers who insecure because of shit they parents told them, the one motherfucker in, or, you know, the two motherfuckers in your life that's supposed to do the most for you, that's supposed to be the most helpful to you, could be your biggest fucking hindrances, my nigga. You know, like I talk to women that be gorgeous and they be having fucked up self-esteem. You know why? Because when they was little, they mama was joking about they big ass forehead or they nappy ass hair or they knock knees or they skinny legs or they big feet or some shit like that. Like, nigga, your feet not even that big. What the fuck you talking about? You know, and like this goes to why a lot of motherfuckers need therapy because some motherfuckers, they don't even know why they insecure about certain shit. And this shit from their childhood that never got addressed, this shit from their childhood that they ain't realized was fucking happening. The reason your ass is insecure is because some shit you heard when you was little and sometimes you don't even remember hearing that shit. You know, that shit is just a bug in your ear. But like I said, nigga, there's just some shit in your life that you're going to have to fucking let go. There's some motherfuckers in your life that you're going to have to cut off no matter how good they look on paper, my nigga. Sometimes, you know, it look good, but it ain't a good fit. You know, that shit like when you shopping online, my nigga, you looking at that motherfucking shirt online and you order it, you a fucking large. You order a large and that motherfucker come, that shit don't look shit like it looked on that model, my nigga. That's the reason I don't really like shopping online because... The way it looked on that nigga 
And the way it look on me ain't the same look. A lot of times that shit is way more for women than it is for men. But that's the thing with motherfuckers who look good over there. Look good on the fucking shelf and look good on your feet is two different things with shoes, my nigga. Some shoes look good as fuck on the shelf. Put that bitch on your feet and that motherfucker look crazy. Me? Nigga, that analogy fit like a motherfucker because nigga, I wear size 13, dog. And I'm short and skinny. I ain't no big nigga, so I can't wear every shoe. Like, I see a gang of shoes that look dope. Now, ooh, that motherfucker tight. Put that bitch on, that motherfucker look like a goddamn uh, a cruise ship on my feet. Nigga look like space boots or some shit. Like, that motherfucker look good up there, but it don't look good on me. As much as it look good, it don't look good on me. Everything that look good don't fit, my nigga. This is fucking Russell Westbrook. These are your friendships, relationships. Nigga, these are, you know, your family members. These are the jobs you have. You know, because I didn't really stress that as much as I should. But a lot of motherfuckers is working at a job that's literally killing their ass. You know, a lot of you motherfuckers, you know, like they say, nigga, I'll do anything for the money, nigga. And, nigga, sometimes that shit is to your detriment. My bad. I ain't even mean to hit that motherfucker. My finger was sitting on it. But I was going to end up dropping a bomb because like the thing is, dog, you know, a lot of us is doing a lot to chase this motherfucking money, you know. And like the analogy that I had made, I said that shit on Twitter, like they say that it's cheaper to keep her. But if it costs you your mental health, that shit is too fucking expensive. That's how I feel about work, my nigga. You know, like a lot of motherfuckers is doing a lot to make a lot of fucking money. You know, like I said earlier, nigga, a lot of niggas is working a job that's costing these niggas real relationships, my nigga. A lot of niggas lost a wife behind work. A lot of us as truck drivers get attested this. A lot of truck drivers lost a marriage behind this motherfucker because we be so busy on that road chasing that money. My nigga, we forget about what we got going on at home. A lot of motherfuckers out there on that road getting cheated on, my nigga. You niggas is out there on the road, nigga, two, three weeks at a time, and it's a nigga fucking the shit out your wife, my nigga. Nigga, you out there two, three weeks on the road, and sometimes, my nigga, yo, your woman to give you a warning, like, damn, babe, you don't want to stay home this week? Damn, babe, like, you don't want to get a local job? Damn, babe, you don't want to do this? And all you see is the money, my nigga. You know, you can't lose sight of what the fuck you got going at home trying to take care of what's at home. And it's a fine line, my nigga. It's a hard balance. I ain't going to front. You know, I've had these fucking situations go on, my nigga, as a truck driver. You know, like I'm out there trying to make this motherfucking money. And it's like, as a man, as a fucking provider, my nigga, like, that be your goal. Like, I got to do what I got to do to be able to provide. You know, but at the same time, like, you don't want to lose sight of what's going on in the crib. You know, like, you got to listen to the signs, my nigga. Like, listen to your fucking kids, my nigga. Because your kids will tell you, like, you know, I remember, nigga, Brownie was two. My nigga, Brownie just straight up asked me, like, Daddy, where do you live at? And I was like, nigga, I live here. What you mean? She was like, no, you live at work. Like, you live on the road. You come home two days. You be gone a whole week. Nigga, you know how motherfucking fast I got off that motherfucking job after me and Brownie had that fucking conversation? 
You know, y'all niggas done heard Brownie on this show a couple times, my nigga. Brownie gonna be back on here at some point soon, my nigga. But, like, me and Brownie always have real nigga conversations like that, my nigga. And like I said, Brownie was two. But my daughter, she a fucking genius, my nigga. Like, my kids is is fucking brilliant, dog. Like, but that conversation fucked me up. Because at two years old, nigga, she understood that shit. Like, nigga, if you there more than you here, you live there, dog. You know, like, as a, as a fucking adult, I wasn't even thinking about the fact that, like, yeah, nigga, I'm at work, you know, a week and a half, and I'm home two days. I live there. Just because my shit here don't mean I live here, my nigga. You know, just because my car here don't mean I live here, my nigga. Where you spend the most of your time is where you live at. So, in my daughter, I was like, nigga, you don't live in this motherfucker, nigga. You a guest, far as life is concerned. Nigga, that shit made me switch up quick as a motherfucker, my nigga. That's the reason I don't go over the road, nigga. Like, that's one of the reasons I haven't bought a truck yet. Because I understand, my nigga, like, I have this balance in my mind. Like, nigga, how important is this money? Is this money worth my mental health? You know, because like I said, my nigga, anything that costs you your mental health is not fucking worth it, dog. Like, your mental health is priceless, my nigga. Like, I forgot which episode it was. It might have been Yellow Brick Road. No. It was the Silver Lining Freestyle. Where I basically was talking about the value of peace of mind, my nigga. You know, because in that episode, um, it was before I went to this fucking day party with the Cat vs. Dog podcast. And we was on the media road. And it was downtown LA. So we was driving through downtown. And I seen a gang of homeless motherfuckers. And these homeless niggas look happy as shit. Like, hundreds of homeless motherfuckers. And they was all chilling, playing ball, sitting on couches. Nigga, these niggas' tents had fucking whole furniture and all type of shit. Nigga, these niggas had it laid out. And I'm like, how the fuck these niggas ain't got shit and they so fucking happy? And I know niggas that literally make a 100000 a year and they miserable, dog. And it's like, nigga, they got something that a lot of us ain't got, nigga. And that's fucking peace of mind, nigga. Peace of mind is fucking priceless. A lot of motherfuckers is sacrificing their peace of mind to chase this motherfucking money. A lot of motherfuckers is sacrificing the peace in their household to chase this motherfucking money. You know, and like I said, nigga, just because your job make a lot of money don't mean that's a good fit for you, dog. And that's the fucking thing. A lot of us don't look at what really fits us because we looking at something that's fucking superficial. We looking at some shit because it's shining. We looking at some shit because it seemed like the right thing to do, my nigga. Sometimes it feel like the right thing to do. That don't make it the right thing, my nigga. Like, you got to look at the whole motherfucking picture. You know, a lot of shit don't fucking fit. You know, so like when you going through life, like you got to keep all this shit in mind. Like life is about fucking balance, my nigga. You know, you got to look at what you actually have as priorities, you know, because like a, a and I got to do a show about this shit. I'm going to write that shit down. But it's like you got to write down what your real fucking priorities is, my nigga. You know, because your fucking priorities, of course, when we think priorities, we always think about financial shit. Like, we be thinking about, oh, nigga, my rent. I got to pay my rent. You know, then I got to pay my bills. You know, then I got to pay, 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 pay. Like, it ain't always about what the fuck you pay, my nigga. You know, sometimes your fucking priorities is loving the motherfuckers in your household, my nigga. You know, sometimes your fucking priorities got to be 
smiles on your kid's fucking face, my nigga. Sometimes your priorities got to be my motherfucking mental health, my nigga. Like how I feel about myself, nigga. What what I see when I look in the fucking mirror. You know, how I view myself, how I'm fucking moving. You know, can I talk to my mom without feeling like I got a fucking secret I got to hide? You know, do I feel like I'm lying to my kids? Do I feel like I'm putting on a front for any motherfucking body? Do I feel like I got to put on a fucking happy face to the world even though I'm crying at home? Like, these are the things that we really need to start fucking prioritizing, my nigga. Like, money money ain't shit, my nigga. You know, I understand the fact that money is important, nigga. We, we got to have a roof over our head, food in our mouth and shit like that. But, like, there's some other shit that we got to fucking prioritize when we looking at how we move and who we move with and who we bring into our life and who we kick the fuck out that motherfucker. You know, certain shit ain't as fucking important as we make it, my nigga. You know, because, like, that's the fucking thing. Like, when I look at this fucking Westbrook situation on the fucking Lakers, dog, you know, like, you look at this nigga and he's such a great fucking player. You think it's like a fucking no-brainer, nigga. It's like a fucking knockout punch. Like, of course, if we get one of the best fucking guards in the league, he's automatically going to make our team better. And that's not the fucking case. You know, like, of course you think, oh, if I get this good-ass job, nigga, everything in my life going to be perfect. Nigga, I'm going to be making six figures and all this shit. You know, and then you look at the fact that you got to be gone 18 hours a day and, you hate your fucking co-workers and you don't like what you do and, you know, your woman fucking complaining that you always gone and, you know, your fucking phone ringing all hours of the day and it's always work and you missing soccer games and all type of bullshit. Like, it ain't worth it, my nigga. Like, you got to really look at what your real priorities are. You know, you got to look at the priorities of the motherfuckers who you around, who you feel are important. You know, because as men, a lot of times we fuck that up. You know, a lot of times as men, we prioritize that bag over what's going on in our motherfucking household. And that's why a lot of our shit go fucked up. You know, like we we got our eyes on the wrong shit. You know, like this is why I fucking value communication so much. You know, because us, we got one idea of what the fuck is important. We got one idea of what the fuck we doing right. And the motherfuckers in the household got a whole separate idea. Like you feel like by you prioritizing that money, you the greatest motherfucker in the world. And your family is looking like, yeah, but you miss soccer. Nigga, you miss ballet. You miss football. You miss your anniversary. You miss your wife's birthday. You miss uh, Valentine's Day and all type of shit. You know, and it's like, nigga. It wasn't a good fit, you know, and this is just life in general, dog, you know, and like I said, vice versa, because a lot of times that shit that you got going on might be that important to you and motherfuckers over here might be fucking that up for you, but you got to look at what the fuck your real priorities is in life, my nigga, you know, and like I said, nigga, I'm not telling you which one is right or which one is wrong because sometimes You know, and like, I've heard this shit from grown motherfuckers, young motherfuckers and all that shit. Because some people, they they feel value by that. They like, nigga, my daddy was gone a lot, but he he provided. Nigga, my daddy was gone a lot, but he put me through college. My daddy was gone a lot, but, 
you know, he kept me and my brothers and sisters out of jail. We stayed in the fly shit. My mom always stayed in fly shit and everything was great for us. So I'm not telling you that chasing money is the bad thing to do. Nigga, all I'm talking about is keeping a balance. You know, all I'm all I'm talking about is you having that communication with your family to make sure that what you doing is the right thing to do. Because some motherfuckers, that's they shit. Like, yeah, nigga, get out there, get that money. You know, some motherfuckers value that. But my thing is, just make sure that that's the right thing to do. Make sure that the shoe fucking fit. You know, make sure that everything is in alignment, my nigga. You know, because like a lot of what the fuck a lot of us got going on as far as who we fucking with, who we not fucking with, what we going into, what we going through, what we allowing and what, you know, we are bringing into our life. That shit don't fit us because what our priorities are don't always line up with what that is. You know, like with fucking Russell Westbrook. Like, I'm looking at how this nigga moves in the fucking team dynamic. And like I said, with the analogy of the father that values the money over his household and vice versa, some motherfucking families valuing the father that chases that money, you know, as the main fucking function of that father. Westbrook, when he was on um, the Oklahoma City Thunder averaging a triple-double, he was looking like the greatest motherfucker in the world. Oh, the nigga averaging a triple-double. He was perfect for that team. The father that chased money 24-7 was perfect for that fucking family. But now on the Lakers, nigga, we don't need you to get a fucking triple-double every game, dog. And that's the fucking thing. Like, us mentally. That nigga is fucking delusional. That nigga feel like all that matters is him getting a fucking triple-double every game. Like literally, nigga, they asked that nigga like, hey, nigga, you know, glad to see you hit a big shot, you know, in, in the middle of the shit. You know, we know you ain't having really the greatest season. And he like, fuck you talking about, nigga. I'm averaging a fucking triple double. And they like, yeah, y'all niggas is losing. Nigga, you you getting more fucking turnovers than than fucking assists. Nigga, you you missing more shots than you making. And he like, nigga, it ain't my job to make shots and get assists. The fuck is your job, nigga? Get triple doubles? So if we lose, but you get a triple double, that was a good game? Get the fuck out of here. But that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like I said, it's motherfuckers that's going into relationships that feel like they doing the right shit, but the motherfucker they in a relationship feel like they doing the absolute wrong shit. And this is why you got to communicate with motherfuckers like this is why you got to have these fucking conversations about um, priorities and things of that nature. Because you could be doing the absolute wrong shit and in your head you doing the right fucking thing. You know, and like I said, my nigga, everybody that come into your life ain't always the right fit, no matter how right they look. No matter how good shit look, that shit don't make it good shit, my nigga. You know, so always keep that in mind. Always have those fucking initial conversations. You know, always have those internal conversations. You know, like I said, I'm going to do an episode about that shit. But my nigga, write down your fucking priorities when it comes to everything. You know, when it comes to work situations, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to friendships, when it comes to people who you deal with in business, people who you deal with in your family. You know, people who you deal with romantically, 
Like look at what the fuck you feel is a priority What you feel is important You know write down your fucking um, Your expectations Your intentions And your boundaries Don't let nobody cross them motherfuckers You know because once motherfuckers start crossing your boundaries My nigga like you gotta cut that shit off Nigga you can't let Oh well He whooped my ass but he got money Nah, nigga, it ain't worth it. You know, oh, well, you know, the, the the bitch, stupid as a motherfucker, you know, she costing me thousands of dollars a month, but she got a fat ass, though. She got some good head, though. Like, hell no, nah, my nigga, like, you know, like I said, nigga, they say it's cheaper to keep her, but if it costs you your mental health, it's too expensive. You know, a, a, a job could look good on paper, but if it costs you your fucking family, it's too expensive, my nigga. Like, it ain't worth it, dog. You know, you got to fuck with what's profitable, my nigga. Not what the fuck looks good on paper, my nigga. Because, you know, like, there's a big fucking difference between valuable and expensive. Nigga, everything that's expensive ain't valuable, my nigga. Everything that's valuable ain't expensive. But you always got to keep your priorities in mind to know the difference between each one. Nigga, some shit you got to put forth a lot of fucking effort to get and it's worth the effort. Other shit, nigga, you putting forth a whole lot of effort and the shit not even fucking worth it. You know, so like I said, nigga, just keep all this shit in mind. Nigga, keep balance in mind. Keep your motherfucking priorities in mind so you won't end up drafting motherfucking Russell Westbrook, my nigga, because the motherfucking dress don't fit. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. If you would like to support us financially, it's townhouse, no, it's patreon.com slash townhouse media, town eat house media. Support both of the townhouse media podcasts, sports for you podcast, 6 p.m. Tuesdays, uh, Pacific time. Live on YouTube and Facebook Um Nigga y'all niggas already know what's cracking with this motherfucker I try to get these bitches out on weekends But my work schedule Changed and shit so I don't know if it's gonna be Saturday, Sunday or Monday but Y'all niggas be on the lookout Nigga y'all niggas check me out on Latte Driver Drips Radio Um check out my Instagram story Nigga I always post a link to that motherfucker When my show is on and shit Um I run like Tuesdays uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time. So when your ass sitting in fucking traffic jam on Tuesdays, check me out on Latte Java Drips Radio. Um, I'm also on all streaming platforms: YouTube, you know, Spotify, Spreaker, Apple. I'm on everything where you listen to podcasts. So check a nigga out. Um, you know, get my merch. Too much game podcast If you just like to support yo nigga financially, nigga, cash at me. At Uncle Dolomite, my nigga. And it is what it is, nigga. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.